Welcome back to the Impact Relationships Podcast. How are you? I hope that you're enjoying life, that you're finding satisfaction in your relationships. And I mean your romantic relationships, relationships with friends, kids, parents, coworkers. If you're not finding satisfaction in those relationships, I would invite you to step away from the relationship, stop thinking about the relationship, and just slow down. Go to a place that helps you feel calm, helps you feel safe, and just focus on that place, and then allow yourself to come back to the present moment and just ground yourself, and then come back to life and just see what happens. See how that impacts you personally and your relationships as well. One thing about me is I love nature. I love being outdoors, and I really love water. There's something that's peaceful about standing next to a lake or seeing a waterfall and the waters come roaring down or being next to a stream or a river and watching the water just flow through that. And this can be a very peaceful, calming, exciting experience um, depending upon the situation. Now one of the things about a river or a lake or a body of water is you're never going to step into the same lake, the same river twice because the water will be different. If you're walking down a river, for example, you step and wade into a river, it's going to be a different water there every single time. That water will have changed the, the bed of the river. It's going to be different. The rocks are going to be smoother. Things are going to move. Different things are going to flow down to the river and flow into that place of where you were at. And so you're never going to have that same exact experience as you had stepping into that river. Is it going to be similar? Sure. You go back to that same spot a year later, a month later, a day later, it might look the same. You may not even notice that it's different, um, but it is in a profound and meaningful way. Now, what in the world does this have to do with relationships? It has a lot to do with relationships. And by a lot, I mean a significant, huge amount to do with relationships. As a marriage and family therapist, I've worked with hundreds of parents and couples. I've supported thousands of parents and couples through different settings and situations. And having done that, it's common to hear or to at least see patterns emerge. Whether, and I'm gonna talk about romantic relationships specifically, though this applies to all different types of relationships. So whether a couple has been together five months, whether they've been together three months, whether they've been together two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30, 40 years, there comes in this assumption that I know you, that we've been through so many things together that I know exactly how you're gonna respond, I know exactly what you're thinking, I know exactly what you're gonna do. And so I don't even talk to you, I just start making assumptions in my mind about what you're thinking, about what you're going to do, and frustration starts to build up. I have these arguments in my head about things you don't even know about that I'm already upset with you about because you're gonna do this or this is how things play out and now you're not even giving that person a chance and it starts to come into extremes. Like you always, you never, this happens often, all the time. And it may be true there's patterns that are there but always, never, that's when you start to fall into some traps that usually lead to things like Criticism, defensiveness, stonewalling, withdrawing, resentment, those are relationship killers. That's what kills intimacy. 
and it destroys curiosity. It ruins autonomy as well. Like you start to lose your own sense of self a little bit and you stop getting to know someone. And now that other person, when they are without even having the other person say anything, they're feeling judged. That's how the pattern interaction starts to come out and it become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Whether it's, well, that's what you think I'm gonna do anyway, so I'm gonna do it, or that's how this has always played out, or we know how this goes, and you just start end up playing your roles and your parts, and you kinda of get stuck in it, and your relationship gets stuck, and then you get frustrated, overwhelmed, disconnected, resentful, and then maybe something's happened, like shit hits the fan, and whether it's betrayal trauma, there's a fair that has happened, that's been hidden, there is this hidden pornography addiction or the sexting or sexual behaviors that come out. Maybe it's alcoholism that was hidden and lied about. And now it's there. And these struggles start to come out. And one of the common things I'll hear couples say in these times is, we don't know how to communicate. We need help resolving conflict. Like when we start to argue, things just escalate. We don't know how to disagree on things. Now, those things are probably true. You're having difficulty resolving conflict. Communication difficulties, you're probably communicating really well. You just don't know how to listen. Or you're having a hard time listening and hearing and providing space for each other. And so neither person's feeling heard, understood, and validated. And so they start to get defensive and feel criticized. And when they do that, they're either going to withdraw or pursue connection or become resentful and have these arguments play out in their head. And then, you know, bombs blow up. And I'm being a little. I don't know, exaggerative, um, dramatic here as I talk about this. And sometimes it really feels that way. Like, what the hell? A bomb just went off in a relationship again. Like, things exploded. I can't even be present. And now it's so triggering that it just starts to play out and things get really hard and really challenging. Now, coming back to this river analogy, I want to talk about this and put a few caveats in here. If you're in an abusive relationship, where there is physical, emotional, sexual abuse, coercion, if you're struggling with traumatic things that's happened in your life, there's different variables that come into play with this. And I'll say safety is always the priority. It is the priority. It's not a priority, it's the priority. And so things may be approached a little bit differently than what I'm about to suggest here. And there's still value with this. So when we get in the mindset of like, I know you, I've seen how this person's gonna respond, or maybe even it's, I know how people respond. I've dated people before, I know what guys are like, I know what girls are like, I know what people do in these situations, and so assumptions start to be made. Sometimes your body just starts to physiologically respond to past experiences, and it can prevent someone from being curious and staying curious, because the truth is, just as you can never step into the same river twice, you'll never meet the same person twice. That person will have had different experiences, different thoughts, different interactions, different things happened to them since the last time that you met them. They are a different person. Are there a lot of commonalities? Yes. Are you gonna be able to see and notice the change? Maybe not, especially if you're around them all the time. It can be so subtle, just like you walk back to the river, it looks exactly the same but it's different, different things have flowed through it. We have different experiences on a daily basis. So when we can stay curious and open-minded and seek first to understand and see someone as a person 
as opposed to a problem or something in our way and just truly in a romantic type relationship like love them see them be with them be present that curiosity allows you to get to know them in a way that you haven't before it allows you to hear the more that you listen the more that you're going to hear you're going to hear things you never would have heard before you're going to understand things you never would have understood before and that understanding can then come back into your own life and increase autonomy like wait what you're saying that the more curious I am, the more space I give someone else, the more autonomous I can be. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Because then it stops this pattern of pursual and withdrawal. It's I can be connected and close and safe with you and intentional about a relationship and continue to get to know you. And there can be a space for me to do this as well, to continually get to know myself. And now I have this open invitation for the other person to continue to get to know me. Because when they feel seen, understood, and heard, they're going to be better able to see, hear, and understand me as well. And so autonomy is going to increase in the relationship. You want to have autonomy in a relationship. You also want to be able to depend on your partner as well and have this interconnection, this intimacy. And when that's there, it allows you to continuously date your partner. Things won't be boring. It's not going to be stuck. We're not going to be at the exact same dinner just staring at each other, not saying a word because, I don't know, we just go on a date night now and we just, like, eat food. And that's what we do. Like, it's fun. It's better than sitting at home on the couch and staring at each other, I guess. But, no, you can continuously date the other person and be excited and curious and get to know things. And you can be excited to share things and be more open and vulnerable with the other person. That's the value of dating. Bring the excitement back into your relationship. Be spontaneous. Do something you normally wouldn't have done before. And as you've heard things you wouldn't have heard before, you're gonna learn things about your partner. You're gonna learn ways that they may feel more safe and connected and valued and ways to have fun together. Yes, relationships should be fun. There's a space for that, even amongst the craziness of Stress of life, stress of parenting, stress of a career, bills, finances, money, sex. All these things can be stressful and they can be fun and they can be exciting. And you can put stresses aside and just be present with each other and have fun and get to know each other and have a deep and enriching relationship and get to know the person. Because anytime you don't, you're missing out on an opportunity. You're not getting to know them. You're missing out on the opportunity to step into a river that you'll never be able to step into again. You're missing out on the opportunity to be able to have a relationship with someone that you may never have been able to again. In fact, in that moment, you'd never be able to have that exact same interaction with that person. So stay curious, stay curious in your relationships. Now, if there is trauma, if there's safety concerns, feel free to send me an email, help at impactfulcounseling.com. I'd be happy to share resources with you happy to do a consultation to see what support we can get you set up. Or if you have questions about things talked in this podcast, reach out. I love connecting with people. I love getting to know people. I love relationships. I'd love to get to know you a little bit. Now, as always, this podcast is not therapy. This is not counseling. This is not advice specific to you and your circumstance or situation because I don't know your circumstance. This is simply information and information that I hope that you find impactful. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I look forward to having you back on future episodes.